Hello and welcome to Encouraging Others and Loving Jesus. I'm your host, Kim Smith. We're on episode 219. One man's burden might be another's blessing. Thank you so much for tuning in. I just I just felt very strongly all of a sudden in that moment that I needed to just stop and say thank you. Thank you for spending a little time with me as I walk through God's Word and see, first and foremost, what God was telling the people who first received His Word, and then how we might apply it to our own lives. So, for those of you who haven't been with us, we've been walking our way most recently through the book of 2 Samuel. And we've made it to 2 Samuel 19, 31 through 40. So King David, he lived through the golden era of Israel and Absalom, his son, took the kingdom from him. And then Absalom was killed in battle. David had been mournful and left Jerusalem. And then he is now making his way back in because the people, at least some of the people, want him as king. And we'll get into that next week. And so in the midst of him walking back into Jerusalem, it's been very interesting to see who came upon him. And so far we have stopped. The The first person was someone that on his way out of town, they just acted like, well, they were unhinged. Throwing things at him, yelling things at him, and uh, his perspective on why they were doing it still blows my mind. But he was merciful. And then we saw Mephibosheth, Jonathan's son, and the the perceived conflict between him and his servant Ziba and how David handled that. And then this week we get a guy that we only see in this part of scripture named Barzillier. At least that's how it appears that it's pronounced. And I've gone a couple of different ways with this. I picked the same verse to be our scripture emphasis in both directions, but I finally landed on this concept of one man's burden might be another's blessing. And so I'm going to read down through this, and, and we're going to just spend a few minutes kind of looking at this concept. So Barzillier of Gilead had come down from Rogalim to escort the king across the Jordan. He was very old, 80 years of age, and very wealthy. He was, he was the one who had provided food for the king during his stay in Mahanaim. Come across with me and live in Jerusalem, the king said to Barzillier. I will take care of you there. No, he replied, I am far too old to go with the king to Jerusalem. I am 80 years old today, and I can no longer enjoy anything. Food and wine are no longer tasty, and I can't hear the singers as they sing. I would only be a burden to my lord, the king. Just to go across the Jordan River with the king is all the honor I need. 
Then let me return again to die in my own town where my father and mother are buried. But here is your servant, my son, Kimham. Let him go with my lord, the king, and receive whatever you want to give him. Good, the king agreed. Kimham will go with me, and I will help him in any way you would like, and I will do for you anything you want. So all the people crossed the Jordan with the king. After David had blessed Barzillai and kissed him, Barzillai returned to his own home. Then the king, well, the king then crossed over to Gilgal, taking Kimham with him. All the troops of Judah and half the troops of Israel escorted the king on his way. And we will pick up with that next week. So the verse that just has intrigued me to no end is verse 35. I am 80 years old today and I can no longer enjoy anything. Food and wine are no longer tasty and I cannot hear the singers as they sing. So that's the first part of it. And where we're going to camp is the last line of it. But I want to talk about the first part of it because that nearly became our podcast title. Because this whole idea of the fact that because he was old and his senses weren't as they had been previously, that he couldn't enjoy anything. And, you know, I I don't think that that just happens with older people. I think that all of us can get in a mindset where we do not find joy around us. But the thing is, it's so much about a mindset because how many people have you known that have lived up until even close to a hundred or even some that have lived over a hundred and are still finding joy in the people and the things around them. So much of it has to do with attitude and what you're looking for. This whole idea of I can no longer enjoy anything, and I looked it up in the ESV as well, and it says pretty much the same thing. It's just a little bit harder to understand. Can I discern what is pleasant and what is not? Uh, That's the verbiage used there. But it's not our challenge because that's not our main focus of this week, but I am challenging you. At this place in life, are you looking for the joy? Or are you like Barzillier and have just determined that you can no longer enjoy anything? Like that could change your life. Just what you're looking for. I hadn't planned on using this, but it just came to mind, and I don't have the reading in front of me, so I've just got to go from memory. But there's a story out on the internet somewhere about two people who were in a room together. I can't remember. Hospital room is what I'm remembering. And the one who was closest to the window he kept encouraging his roommate by all of the amazing things that he was seeing out the window. And he would use that to bring joy to his fellow roommate 
who wasn't able to see out the window from where he was and his position in the bed. Well, the guy closest to the window gets transferred out and the guy in the furthest bed is like, I have just got to see, you know, all these beautiful sights that are outside this window. So he manages to get over there and he opens up the curtains and what does he find but a solid wall. And... You know, it's one of those stories where you kind of scratch your head, but when you think about it, how many times do we see beauty and we still don't see the joy in it, whereas you've, you've met people who they can be staring at a brick wall and still find some way, somehow, to enjoy. Whether it be as they go back in their memories, as they paint pictures for another. Some people just spread joy where they go. And some don't, don't even seem to be able to find the joy. If you are one of those... You've got to remember that one of the fruit of the Spirit is joy. Joy is a choice. Joy and happiness are two different things. And the fact that Barzillier thought he was no longer able to enjoy anything, that, that that's sad because there was still life to enjoy even if it was just the day that he was in. But we're going to talk about this very last sentence. I would only be a burden to my Lord, the King. Now, how many times have you heard someone say something similar like that? In this case, Barzillier is, is old. And he's not doing well health-wise. And from his perspective... Even though the king says, come across with me, live in Jerusalem, I will take care of you there. That's what King David wanted to do. Barzillier has in his mind that I'm not going to go because I will be a burden to David. And as I was reading that, I couldn't, it couldn't help but think about the line that's the name of today's podcast, one man's burden might be another's blessing. There's a sentence out of the Expositor's Bible Commentary that's talking about this particular passage and this concept. It says, David makes it clear, however, that he wants to repay Barzillia's kindness by inducing his friend to take up residence with him in Jerusalem so that the king can provide for him as he had earlier provided for the king. And David has everything that is needed to make sure that Barzillier is taken care of. And David would have considered it a blessing to take care of Barzillier because he was repaying what he thought was a debt. Now, I want you to think about this whole idea of burden versus blessing. 
Now, there are some of us, and I put myself in this category, who when people ask us, what can I do for you? Or they offer to do something for us. We have a tendency to be mule-headed and not give them the opportunity. Now, that doesn't mean that every time anybody offers anything that you take them up on it. Like, that's not what I'm saying. But there are times when we need to get outside of ourselves. And we need to give others opportunities to help us. And I, I've mentioned this so many times to people over the years, but I've been the one, because I like to help people. I've been that one offering to help and giving suggestions and, and making requests. And it just was one closed door after another, after another, after another. And I would bet that the person or persons really thought they would be a burden. So that's the reason that they didn't allow me to be blessed by helping them. And I know how frustrating that was for me. And I try to remind myself, even though I'm still not good at it, but I try to remind myself that that's what I'm doing when I do not allow others to help stand in the gap for me, to help me when I truly need help. And so I ask you, as in our weekly assignment feature, in which area of your life might you have been stealing someone else's blessing? Barzillier, he truly thought he would be a burden to David because he didn't see how he could contribute. But how he could have contributed was giving David the honor of providing for him as he had helped David in the past. Next time you are bound and determined to tell people no, might you step back and think about the fact that the reason they're offering is because they want to bless you. And in turn, as they bless you, as their hands are open, doing for you, they will be blessed because they have been able to give. I would love for you to comment either in the Facebook group or to send me an email and give me some ideas, give me some stories uh, of how this applies to your life, whether you have been the one that has gotten so frustrated because you so want to be a blessing to others, but they continue to hold on to their burdens and will not let you help and how frustrating that can be. Or times when you have been willing to give somebody a task here and there, and to see the joy on their face. I will couch this little example 
as we're closing out. I, as I said, I, I'm not, not good at this. I do think I have gotten a little better, but I'm still not great at it. But years ago, I was awful. And uh, it, uh, I had such a reputation for not letting people help me. And one day, because of what myself and my parents were going through, I reached out to somebody who had offered many times, but I reached out to somebody to go do a very simple errand. It's not like they had to paint the town. I mean, it was a very simple errand. But when they came to the house and they handed me what I had asked for, you would have thought that I had given them some sort of large blessing. And what the person said to me stopped me in my tracks. He just said to me that he didn't think I would ever let him help. And he talked about just what a blessing it was that I finally allowed him to take a little of the burden. And I have not forgotten that. That was 20, almost, no, we just passed, that can't be, it is, we just passed 26 years ago that that would have been, and uh, I still haven't forgotten. So, are you stealing somebody else's blessing? Because you are so concerned that you will be a burden. Let me pray. Dear Father, I thank you for giving me a different way to look at the scripture. And Father, I feel like you laid this on my heart for some specific people. And only you know who this is tailor-made for. But I just pray that you would open up each of us. Remind us that we, we were not meant to walk this road alone. Not only are you always there for us, but you place people with skin on around us. to sometimes be burden bearers beside us. May we not be so wrapped up in, I don't want to be a burden, that we cost someone else the blessing of help. And as we try to reach out to others and try to help carry their burdens, might you soften their heart and help them to realize that we truly do want to walk alongside them. This world is way too hard for us to do this on our own. We are the church, the church universal, the church that is all under the head of Christ. May we, may we bless each other by doing for them, but also allowing them to do for us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.
Thank you so much for tuning in. You can check out our different social media platforms. You can email me at encouragingothersandlovingjesus at gmail.com. You can find our all of our podcast episodes by scanning the QR code that's at the bottom of these show notes. And I'd love for you to review uh, this podcast. Share it with others. It's free to listen to and free to share. And you never know when a little drop of encouragement might go a long way in helping someone to draw closer to the Lord. So as we close out each and every week, just remember it's always a trust and obey kind of day. (laughs) 